Well, hello everybody, it's Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince, and it is 1.30 in the morning, so technically it would be 2.30 in the morning since we went back an hour. have to keep reminding myself that, you guys, because we're from Arizona, so we never had to do that, so it's it's interesting this time change. It's like not even 5 o'clock or 5 o'clock and it's dark. But during the summer, it's like it has to be 8 o'clock to be dark. That's just mind-boggling. I don't know why it has to be three hours difference. Why why can't we just have it at 2? But anyway, I don't want to learn why we have to do this. I just know that I've recently read something. Some state is saying that they should be um, like Arizona and not have to do the time change. We'll see if that ever happens. It hasn't happened yet. Anyways, welcome to Pen Up Talk, host Diana Prince. It is chilly. It is the middle of the night. I'm not even close to my 5 a.m. normal work hours, but I've got so much to do. And again, part of the reason why I started back to doing my podcast on a regular basis was just to get myself mentally prepared for the day, um, you know, to get my business outlook ready and to have my mind focused and sharp on matters of business, not matters of the heart, not personal matters. And if I'm lucky to wake up and I'm blessed to wake up and no pain, then I'm not dealing with physical matters as well. So I just want to be focused. I'm thinking a lot about being a social media influencer today. I kind of feel that my blogs reach more people than my podcast because I can see how many views that each podcast episode gets. Um, I can probably see how many views, actual views, um, all of my blogs get, but I definitely can look at the statistics of my website which is where I post my blogs. Um, And then obviously if I post a picture and I write a full-length post, then I can see. And I just, you know, kind of feel like I'm reaching more people that way. But I'm still determined to keep doing my podcast for several reasons. I mean, pretty much everything I do, every move I make, every decision I make in business they all coincide with each other. Everything is like, you know, they're, they're all holding hands, so to speak, and working together. Just like with my goals, something can be a small goal or a smaller goal and be just as important because for bigger goals to happen and for me to accomplish them, then I have to succeed at the smaller goals along the way without them. I cannot reach a bigger goal or my ultimate goal. So, <clears throat> excuse me, had to clear my throat. Um, you know, I'm, I think so much about being a social media influencer um, often because it's in front of my face. And honestly, when I've followed somebody who has the type of success or is gaining the type of success that I want, which is usually the type of people that I follow. You know, anybody where their work is inspirational to me, 
I'm definitely far from a hater. I'm I'm not jealous at all. And when I say I'm jealous, I mean it like in a good way, like green with envy, but in a good way. I'm not secretly hating. There's nothing about someone else that makes me feel insecure about me. I feel like I'm just a little bit too logical for that. And I always remember that, you know, there's somebody looking at me wishing they were me. So, you know, things can't be that bad (laughs) for, for me. And I try to keep that outlook because I do want so much. And when I look at people who inspire me and I'm watching their success, it just makes me want it even more. Um, and actually people who say that they're going to do all of these things or just people who are unprofessional and get involved in things that involve lots of people and don't follow through, um, get overly emotional and decide to not do pinup or to, you know, there's just so many things that I cannot relate to when it comes to people like that. And they actually inspire me just as much as someone that has the same success as me. I honestly, when I look at people who, you know, had said they were going to do this and that and they've done nothing or, you know, made a whole bunch of commitments and didn't, I'm like, you know what, and didn't follow through. I'm like, you know what, I don't want to be anything like you. I aspire every day to not be like that type of person because those type of people are people I can't relate to, I can't understand. And I don't want anything to do with. So, you know, someone who's quote unquote negative can actually be positive. If if you don't have to work with them, then you can change your perspective quite easily, easier than if you do. And just change your perspective and say, I I don't want to be like that. Or you can learn from your experience with someone and say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be that type of person. So it's all about advancing. And it's not always positive, quote unquote, positive things that result in change for me. So with being a social media influencer, it it really is a full-time job. And I don't think that a lot of people understand it, understand that. And I don't think a lot of people understand what all it entails. And yes, it does depend on how heavily involved you are. How, what else are you doing? Uh, If you're a social media influencer, most likely a lot of them are, a lot of us are doing other things. That's how we have the influence. There are people that are just modeling clothing. And I'm here to tell you that it's still a full-time job contacting companies, ordering clothes. I'm not saying it is a hard job. I'm not saying it's a physically demanding. I'm not saying it's one of the most important jobs in the world. And I'm not here to judge what education level someone has and how much money they have, where they're getting their money, why they have this much time, how they're able to buy all of these designer clothes how they're able to travel and take all. I'm not here to judge anything because for every career and every position and every field within every industry, there's qualifications. So if being qualified means that you have to have money, then so be it. I think that it's a matter of perspective. 
because I don't have sour grapes. I'm not looking at someone like, oh, if I would have only married money or, oh, it's only because their husband is rich. I mean, do you think that these people somehow don't have real relationships, real lives, ups and downs, family? I mean, you know, no matter, I look at money like no matter where the money came from, somebody had to work for it. There you go, you know, and if somebody who has a rich spouse takes it upon themselves to make what they do, which is shopping, a full-time thing, and they can afford to, and they actually can start making money, and they make money from it, then why, why would I judge them, even if they didn't decide to make money, and they just spent it? So for me, I'm a business-minded person, and I love glamour, and I love fashion, so to be in a position like that, um, who knows what's going on in their lives, if they have health problems, if they have the greatest marriage, the worst marriage, um, you know, if they're highly educated or they just only finished high school. I'm not here to judge. What I'm here to say is that being a social media influencer, a fashion influencer, a fashion blogger, um, you can reach a professional level within this field and career. And therefore, in my opinion, in my eyes, it's a real career. So when I look at people posts about becoming a social media influencer, or, or I know that there's people who are interested in finding out how to do it, I, you know, I think about all of the sponsored ads and people putting out videos and books and um, e-books on the subject on how to become a successful social media influencer. And usually what comes along with that is information on how to grow your social media base. Um, they talk about marketing. They talk about uh, targeting a specific audience. They talk about um, routines that you can do on a daily basis to grow your fan base. And campaign ads, marketing ads, things that you would pay someone to do for you. And these people have supposedly successfully done and they have the information and the knowledge to give and you pay for that knowledge, obviously. And then you can take it and do things on your own. So I say if, if you have the money to do something like that or if you have the time, it's got to be either or, um, then I would say do it. It's actually got to be both. If you have the money to take a seminar or a class or if you can buy an ebook or a video from someone, I mean, you have to really do the research because there's a lot of people selling that type of information. But even within Pinup, being a social media influencer, there are still so many things that apply. I don't think you're going to get anyone, I haven't seen anyone with a video or anything like that who is directly involved in Pinup. I can tell you right now. If one of the top pinups out there, well-known, established, successful, um, connected in some other way in fashion as well, like they're a hairstylist or they're a designer too, um, then if they were to, to put out something like that and sell it at a reasonable price, I'd buy it. I mean, honestly, if someone has an extremely high following on social media, there's a way that they got it and how long did it take them and 
how often do they see a rise in their following? How often do they see a drop in their following? What are the things that they did to become, you know, a professional pennant model? What are the things that they did to become a professional stylist or whatever else that they're doing or designer or dancer? You know, if people I'm positive would pay for that information because it's valuable and it all coincides in some form or fashion with how they got 300,000 or a million followers. I know people would pay for this information. People have been paying for education since the dawn of time and, well, you know, since there was money. And um, they're still doing it. And more than ever, there are so many people who are offering education online for people and people are paying for it. So back to what I was originally saying, if you can afford it, I would say do it. If you can't and you're really good at, well, you'll have no other choice if you can't afford it and you want the knowledge, you have to research. If you're really, really good at researching and reading lots and lots of articles and saving certain articles to go back to, um, to cross-reference other articles or just to has a reminder because you retain so much information you know you save the link so you can go back and you really can get a perspective on how to begin and what you're doing and I think research is key because knowledge is key no matter what subject I cover on my podcast it all comes back to research I mean I could give you the top 10 reasons the most negative things that I've heard experiences that I've had with people and that were all based upon not researching them they did not research and it's just like some of the most idiotic ignorant honestly and I don't mean this and like I'm calling names I'm just saying it's like you mean to tell me that you didn't look that up first I mean and the biggest one is getting involved in pinup like is though the world is going to stop for this person and everything's going to revolve around them and things are going to be different rules aren't going to be the same i mean it's like did you not research what's going on this is a real industry there already are laws set up with within photography there are already release forms and contracts out there you know we have our own publications we have our own top designers, companies that are the biggest, pinup models that are the most well-known, the most well-known pinup photographers. I mean, it's a real industry. So with that said, it's the same thing with being a social media influencer. It's, it takes time and it takes money. It takes knowledge. It takes skill. It's not something that anybody can do. And I feel like I could say it like, Anybody could do that, just like I could say anybody could be in pinup. But then if you're difficult to work with, if you break commitments, if you are habitually late, if you don't want to pay to be photographed, if you are someone who is a non-supportive person, you don't support the people around you in business, things like that, I would say people that pertain to things like that um, would not be for pinup, quote unquote. So I wouldn't say that being a social media influencer is for everyone because 
there's so many things involved. And there are people that have a huge social media following. It doesn't mean that they're prepared for the work and the investment that you have to make to be successful as a social media influencer. So it's kind of like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? I mean, obviously you have to build your fan base. And so I don't think you can just jump right into being a social media influencer and and expect immediate success because of the fact that you do have to have a huge, I mean, the word influencer, you have to have that huge fan base to begin with most companies, to even get recognition from most companies. And if it's not most, then it's half. So, you know, so many of the companies that you apply to, you may not be the right size. They, you may not have the right hair color. Um, you may not have the right look. You may not have the amount of followers. They may not be hiring anybody in that position. There's a million things. So one of them, one of the major things is going to be um, your social media presence and what you already have when you go to these companies. And it depends on the company. It depends on the agreement. I've blogged and I've covered this on an episode of my podcast. So my best advice, honestly, is knowledge, the, the education, learning as much as you can about marketing. I'm positive there are free marketing blogs. There are free, maybe even online marketing classes here or there. You just have to research them. I found a website that is based upon beauty and hair and makeup and they literally have like a full course of classes if you will um none of them have any video i don't know you know how many images are within each class but they literally have like 20 different classes all from you know skincare to makeup artistry to all of these things and it's completely free i mean it's just this information is just sitting there. It's on a website and you can go there 24 hours a day, seven days a week and retain information. And it's in an education class type form unit. And you, you can go back to it. You can practice the techniques, move on to the next class and it's completely free. So there are ways that you can learn if you have a computer and if you have time to be online, which would obviously be two of the top qualifications and requirements to being a social media influencer. So my best advice would be to, you know, learn as much as you can about marketing and promotion. And also aside from putting in a lot of time on a regular basis, because depending on what your agreement is with that company or if you're working with and for different companies, there's going to be a lot to do. You're going to be responsible for doing a lot of things because the average, you know, what we consider the average social media influencer, you know, they're responsible 
I would say I fall in that category for booking the photographers or taking your own images, which means work, doing your own styling, putting together outfits, um, and actually being a model. And then there's so much other work involved, especially if you're photographing yourself. And the other thing that I would suggest, which would be my second most valuable piece of advice with becoming a social media influencer is investing in the tools that you need because you're going to need them. And that's when I talk about, you know, how everybody assumes all of these girls have rich spouses and okay, save for the ones that do, you know, the outfits, they still cost money. Okay. The camera that they're using still costs money. Um, to live in a home where they're taking their pictures or to travel to the type of locations, to go to the spas, to go to the restaurants um, in Beverly Hills or, you know, in New York, um, all of that costs money. And you still have to spend all the time doing your hair and your makeup or you're paying to get it done. And taking your own images, and no, it doesn't sound like that the worst life does it I mean it just doesn't I'm not saying like it's the hardest career in the world it just depends on what your agreement is with that company or several companies but here's my thing with being a social media influencer if you in as far as clothing okay so with pinup we're already buying things for photo shoots if you are a pinup that lives a vintage lifestyle then you're buying stuff to wear for photo shoots and you're buying stuff to wear on a daily basis. So you're already buying things and that also, you know, spills over into being a social media influencer. I'm not concerned with who's buying what, neither, neither should you, but you know, you're the type of person you're already buying things, name brand things, um, unbranded things and you're turning them into fabulous looks you're already doing this you already know how to apply your makeup really well you know how to do your hair you don't have to pay for a stylist and you can do your own photography well you already have without spending any additional money if you have the camera and you have bright location outside where you can get some good lighting or you happen to invest in lighting and backdrops and the camera and you have all of this things, then you're ready to go as far as you already own a whole bunch of clothes that you can take images in and tag these companies and socially influence um, people to buy those type of fashions. You are creating content to interact with your fans. You are showing companies that may just stumble upon you what you're involved in and what you're doing, what you can produce, what your style is about. You, again, and you're, you're interacting with your fans. You have content. You may get content for publication. You have content for your website and your blogs, which is really important when you're a social media influencer is blogging. You know, a, fa a social media influencer that's a fashion influencer is definitely going to be blogging um, separate from Facebook, separate from Instagram. 
they're going to have a website where they're blogging on or their own website where they're doing their fashion blogs. Because, you know, on, on Instagram, yes, you're reaching a lot of people, but at the same time, you want to redirect them to different things. That's what being a social media influencer does. And you already have these clothes. You already have, you know, these products that you're using to create your hairstyles or to do makeup looks. So you can take that and start to build content with that, which again, to interact with your fans, to show companies that may find you or potential companies that you go to, just what you can do. Instead of telling them, you know, hey, I can do these things, you can show them. And you're showing them that you're active in this industry. And then with that, you can run with it. You can actually make money from your content by either entering in a sponsorship agreement. You can become um, an ambassador of a brand and endorse them and have some sort of contract with them. And also, which is the biggest thing, is that you can actually, once you've built your, your following on YouTube now, see, YouTube, you can actually go into a modernization contract with YouTube once you've reached over 10,000 followers. And you can make money off of every single one of your videos every single month. Every single month you get a check. It's not one video and after one month that's it. You get paid once. No, it keeps going. As long as you keep getting views and you keep getting views and people keep sharing and you keep getting views, then you're going to keep making money every single month. And I've said this before. It's possible to invest money in like an overhaul of clothing, several pieces from a company or a brand. If it's a popular brand, if you have a lot of followers on YouTube and you're getting paid per video and it's going to be shared a lot as well and get you more views and so on. It's like the domino effect and so on and so forth. Then you can actually make back every dime that you spent to invest and close just to create the video and then some I mean I've seen people make back way more than they spent just in the first month and I'm sure that varies from video to video that's why you have to do the research that's why you have to know um, what appeals to people in fashion what are the name brands that are hot and trending and also um, you know what audience do you have? What target audience do you have? I mean, honestly, the, the fans that I have, I wouldn't expect them to be buying a whole bunch of the clothing that I'm modeling because the majority of my fans are men. I mean, the huge majority. Um, but at the same time, when it comes to hits and likes and traffic, they definitely contribute. And you just got to find out how to make money from that. And one way, direct way, is by YouTube videos. But you have to have over 10,000 followers. And so it goes right back to marketing and the time that you have. But I just look at it like this. For people who think that this is something they want to do and they don't think that they can, if you have a decent cell phone, and most 
modern day cell phones are decent. They have nice cameras in them, a decent lens inside of them. It's the lens. And I've been told that by so many photographers, professional photographers. Um, if you have, you know, a decent phone or you can afford to buy and invest in a camera, a really nice digital camera, and you have a well-lit area in your home that's kind of like um, like a, a transparent, that's kind of like an area that no matter what you are wearing, you can pose there. And the number one thing is lighting has to be great. That's why a lot of social media influencers that take their own pictures using a tripod um, and a timer, very simple things and cheap to buy is a tripod. Um, and once you buy one, that's it. It's not like you have to keep buying them like eyelashes or hairspray or something like that. So you, people who are doing that take pictures outside because, excuse me, they can get some really great natural bright light, which to me, when the light is really bright, um, almost too bright and depends on your skin color, then there's less editing because it just... You know, you don't see the shadows under the eyes. You don't see, um, you know, the the veins, the visible veins. You don't see the blemishes as much. It, I mean, it depends. If you have really pale skin, the brighter this, the lights, it's really just going to show everything, I think, as much. But And, and to me, it, it depends because in studio, the brighter the lights are, you really can see all the details, but that means you've got a clear, crisp sharp shot that can be edited well but I think for the most part a lot of social media influencers are not doing that much editing which again is something that's going to add to you um, add to your worth that education that knowledge that skill you can have a phone you get a free app and you can do very simple editing this is something that you learn to do because you're replacing the middleman you're replacing the photographer um, because you have to put out content often. And again, if you're not making money right away or directly from taking the pictures, then it's going to be difficult to invest in a photographer. And honestly, if you can take crystal clear pictures, you don't need one for the type of things that we're talking about. The need, quote unquote, is not necessarily there because if you look at all these social media ads, it's pretty obvious that everybody's taking their, their own pictures, you know, or they're having a friend or, you know, their spouse because you have to put these out. You know, this is production that has to happen. You might be working for one company or with one company where they send you something periodically here and there. You might be working with another company that's sending you stuff more often or several companies that's sending you something once a month. So basically every couple of days, every day even, if you're just pulling stuff out of your closet, and that's what I mean, that you don't actually have to start with money as far as buying all of these things. If you're already somebody who's into fashion and you have clothing that's fashionable, that you love, that other people love, you can all you can begin that way with what you already have, but you do have to make the investment in the camera. Um, even if you want to buy a lighting, to one simple stationary light 
doesn't have any triggers or anything, meaning it doesn't interact um, with the flashes on your camera. Just a plug it in the wall like a lamp and a basic photography light. You can buy it on eBay, have it delivered to your door in, in two days, and it'll be like $20, $25. If you want to increase the brightness, you want to increase the wattage, then you would spend honestly you can spend $20 on a light bulb if you, you know I think I just bought one and that it costs like 17 bucks to replace this one light bulb so you're almost paying you know double that so you know 40 bucks you're in the door and buying a tripod 10 bucks if you want a really really cheap one that extends from the ground so if you're standing you know you have that that extra length unless you want to buy one for a tabletop I actually bought this microphone set up kit thing and I put it together all on my own I can't believe it only because it had pictures um, of each and every step and I actually did it on my own and I took some of it apart because I wasn't using the microphone anymore and then I put all of it away and when I went to look for it I actually still had the pieces like one piece in particular is really important and a, a piece that went with that piece. And so now I have started using it again. And what I do is I basically connect it to my styling table on the edge, secure it, and it can go, you know, up to a certain height on its own and it's sitting on a table. And so I, 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 I know that it definitely goes up higher than the highest point of my tripod so if I have to and I'm indoors and I want extra height without setting my tripod on top of something which is so common and you'll be doing it um then I use that one and that whole thing couldn't have cost me more than $15 and it came with all of these pieces that, that holds a microphone it holds your camera and it's something that's like a stationary piece looks like a, a, a metal arm kind of that you attach to your desk and then you can take it off which means that it's it's something that doesn't have to stay stationary as far as you can easily put it in your bag and take it to a hotel or somewhere else and you can use it so you know we're talking ten dollars here fifteen dollars there once you have your camera then you can invest in these little things and and then you go for it if there's no part in your home that you feel comfortable um, but there's one part of your home or apartment that has really great lighting from the outside or, you know, you have really great lighting and it's not your bathroom. I would suggest doing things in there. Um, I mean, you know, taking your pictures in there. Um, then you can, you invest, you know, $20 in a basic light that comes with a, a basic, um, wattage if you will light bulb and you can begin you take maybe an additional fifteen dollars ten dollars and you can buy a simple photography backdrop if you don't have the money for that you go inside your linen closet and take out a sheet that you don't mind tacking to the wall buy some you know thumbtacks at the dollar store and tack them to the wall tack the sheet or a piece of cloth and 
boom, you have an instant backdrop. Or if you can hang the sheet over something, or if you can take pictures, uh, you have a really nice bedroom, you can take pictures in there. So there's so many ways. I mean, there's usually one place that most people have, most women have, um, where it's like their dolling up area. And if you can get good lighting there or set up lighting and get a clear, bright shot, then you're in there. You're done. And it's like, um, it really is that simple. Like I said, you don't even have to start with investing money and buying clothing. But if you are trying to be a social media influencer that is also a fashion influencer as well, then you already have the clothing and you're already buying clothing on a regular basis. So you just have to change your, your frame of mind. Like, okay, I'm going to start buying these brands or I need a new dress for something. I'm going to specifically buy a dress from this company because one day I would like to work for them. So there's so many ways. And again, once you build your, your fan base and your following, which is something you should already have when, when you begin, before you begin and being a social media influencer, you know, because you can make money off your videos on YouTube. And, you know, if you are having people place sponsored ads on your website, then if you have lots of followers and subscribers on your website, people will pay you to advertise there, or they'll pay you to post about something that you're sponsoring for them. Or like I said, you can go into some sort of ambassador deal, um, sponsorship deal, you know, partnership deal. It all depends on the company, but to gain the tools of the trade, what comes along with it, what should go along with it, what you should be expecting to go along with it is knowledge. You have to learn about marketing. You have to learn about being in this side of the business and money. You have to have that initial startup cost. But my whole thing when it comes to the clothes for people who think they don't have the money and that they have to have a rich boyfriend or daddy or spouse or sugar daddy, that's not necessarily true because if you, again, if you're already into fashion, then you have a closet, if not a room full of things. And you can begin as soon as you're able to take a, a clear shot, some clear, simple pictures, because that's all you need. You don't need the highest quality pictures. And yes, that is going to depend on the company. But what I mean by highest quality is you don't have to hire a professional photographer, plan the shoot, wait until they're available, do the shoot, wait on edits. That's not something that you have to do. And people who are successful being a social media influencer in fashion are not doing that. They're not doing that. They're investing $1,000 in a nice camera, $500 in a nice camera, or their cell phone cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. They've gained the knowledge on how to take a clear shot. They have the tools, such as the, a, a camera or your camera within your phone, your tripod, and decent lighting, or you buy the lighting, or you use natural lighting outside. Those are the basics of it. And 
as far as buying clothes, obviously if you're in fashion, that's something that you're already doing. Just like hair products, if you're somebody who's more into doing, you know, pen-up hairstyles, as an example, you can be modeling for so many companies, even hair care companies that aren't necessarily marketing in the pen-up industry. But you're using those products already. And so you definitely, definitely can, you already have the content, you already have the inventory to begin. And you can begin. And content is something that you are going to need, which takes time and it takes money. So yes, it does cost money. And that's why I'm not looking at anybody and judging them about how they're getting the money to buy a nice camera, how they're getting the money to go to all these nice places and take pictures, how they're getting the money for all of these clothes, because, you know, we're all getting our money how we're getting it. The difference is these people have decided to make a living from it and to make money or and or to make money from, you know, obviously um, they're making money. So, yes, they're spending money, but they're making money. So, again, the chicken or the egg, how do you get to the point where you're making money? Well, you have to actually invest it first. And time is money and knowledge is money. So you have to spend the time getting the education and knowing as much as you can about the industry as well as spending the time um, doing these things on a daily basis. Like a lot of people would fail at becoming a social media influencer because they want to get styled by someone else, which costs them money. You should be doing these things on your own to save on costs. There's a lot of people that could not be successful at it because in order for them to invest money, they have to be making some right away there has to be an immediate return and a, a guarantee that they're going to make all of their money back right away. So it's, being a social media influencer would not fit someone like that. There are people that will not do anything in modeling unless they are directly being offered pay right then and there. I had someone ask me why I, I, I did something that I did, which was I set up a little um, event page telling my fans that I was going to go live and I was going to model a whole bunch of shoes. Well, it was just kind of like on a whim. Um, I mean, I know that I would get like the foot fetish type people, which is not what I'm specifically trying and making an effort to appeal to. But I love shoes. I love so many pairs of shoes that I never get to wear. So it was like... I'm going to try them on. Why not just set up my camera anyway and interact with my fans and just get used to setting up my camera, doing my show. This was a couple of months ago. And, you know, this person asked me like, oh, wh why did you do that? You know, because, hello, I mean, I'm a social media influencer. That's why in fashion. Um, I have some cute shoes from the Chinese laundry that I don't think I've ever worn out of the house. Two pair. 
one pair in particular I'm so in love with the color and I've only worn them to model in that's it I've never worn them outside of my home I've never worn them out in public and it's not because they're uncomfortable or they're not cute I just haven't worn them out and I have so many other pairs of shoes that I really love and uh, like my Vera Wang ones like I've just so many of my favorite pairs of shoes that I hardly ever get to wear so it was something that I could do for fun it was something that I was going to do anyway and the main reason was to interact with my fans to have content to post I took some still shots um, I posted them of me and the Chinese laundry shoes and I sent a picture to the company and I tagged them you know and it was like interacting with my fans providing content showing other companies what I can do as well as that company as well and if I would have made some sort of YouTube video I don't have 10,000 followers on YouTube but if I did which is what I suggest doing again building your fan base before you even begin then I would be able to make money off of the video that I did that day so there's so many like kill two birds with one stone you can do so many things from producing one video, from taking a handful of pictures in a certain outfit, from, you know, going in your closet and taking out things that you love. You have to take the time to style yourself. Of course, styling tools and supplies cost money. So, excuse me. Um, and so, you know, you're doing, but again, you're doing these things anyway. Most pennant models are booking pennant photo shoots and they're doing these things. So at your photo shoot, do a little video where you're giving a shout out to the company of the clothes that you're wearing or do some product shots with your cell phone when you're doing a photo shoot for, you know, I like to utilize my photo shoots with my photographers to the best of my abilities and not just have them drive all the way out here to the boonies to take pictures of me in a corset or two or three for a company when I can do that on my own. But if I can book a shoot with them at a nice hotel suite, at a nice outdoor location or in a studio, then I'm going to keep in mind all of the companies that I'm representing, the companies that I want to represent when I'm shopping, when I'm getting my wardrobe together. And I'm also going to make sure that at least with my cell phone, if nothing else, that we also get some shots. But with my photographers, I simply ask them, can I have a few product shots, which are more mundane, kind of boring, kind of subdued, if you will, shots where I'm just, the focus is just on the clothes. And they always say yes. And I, I can get images for publication. I can get images for outtakes and unedited behind the scenes to post to my fans. I can get images for the companies that I'm working with product shots and product shots, again, just to put out there to show other companies that are looking at me that have stumbled across my profile or that I've contacted can show them that I'm doing this, that I'm actively doing something like this all the time. I mean, honestly, when I think of somebody who has money, 
And, you know, we don't know how they got it, but they have this money and they're constantly shopping. They're constantly posting pictures and name brands. And I think of it, it's like, I know for a fact that they were already doing this. I mean, let's just use common sense and, common sense and clear logic here. Um, they were already doing this. So why would I think that it's crazy that they decided they wanted to make money from it? I mean, resources are a big reason why people gain opportunities that other people could have definitely physically done, but they didn't have the resources to even take part in the opportunity. They didn't have the resources to even be noticed by a certain company or a business. They didn't have the resources to drive to that audition. They didn't have the resources to fly to go on an audition. They didn't have the resources to travel to go work with one of the best pennant photographers in the business. You know, so yes, resources, because I've heard people say so many times, well, the only reason that person's doing that is because they have the money. The only reason they're able to do that is because they came from a, a, a famous family or, okay, but everybody has their niche. Everybody has their advantages and you still have to be the one to actually do these things. Even if you're put in the position that other people can't afford to be in, you still have to actually be that person and produce those things. So that's why I don't judge people because I wouldn't judge somebody if they didn't want to make a dollar and they were just spending money all the time. If you got it like that and that's what you want to do, do it. Because those are the people who are looking at all of the social media influencers and they're the consumers. You know, we are initially the consumers. So to turn it into something where you can make money, I think that it's a great idea. I think it's positive. And it's like, okay, these people, you can, you know, we know for a fact, you can believe, put your money on it, that they were already shopping. They were already buying things. You know, I look at some of these Instagram models that are social media influencers in fashion. And, you know, they're not saying they are educated at such and such university or they're currently in school. They're not um, starring in a play. They're not uh, a Vogue model. They're not signed with an agency. They're not a fashion model um, signed with an agent. They're not um, an actress. They're not um, a singer or a dancer. They're not designing clothes. They're not a stylist. They are just modeling clothes that they buy and they have a huge social media following, but they're not doing any of these other things. And so shopping is something that obviously in fashion and putting outfits together and they're very skilled with their makeup and their hair. It's like, okay, you know, obviously they were doing this and they're obviously a consumer. And so how many of us fall into that category? A lot of us do. You know, even if you are working and you have a job or you have a husband and you guys live a modest lifestyle and he pays the bills, to be able to make money off of something that you love doing and something that you are already doing is, is honestly, it's awesome. And there is a talent within it. 
I've seen social media influencers in fashion that have a master's degree from a university in fashion and they're designers and these are people that are also heavily into fashion for themselves and they're modeling their designs or they're constantly buying all of these clothes and traveling and they're being photographed so they're like a travel fashion lifestyle blogger all in one you know just like these celebrities that used to do whatever and now they're married or they're not doing what they used to do to gain their fame and they are they have their own cooking show or you know because they still have the influence and or they're married to a star who is in the entertainment business so they have all of these opportunities available to them because of the fact that they're married to that person but they still have to be business minded and know what's available to them take part in opportunities and they're making money from it and a lot of people would say oh that's only because you know her husband is a grammy winner or whatever okay but you know these are people they fell in love they're married she wants to have a cooking show now she's able to do that because they have money and they have clout her husband has the fame and and in, in the entertainment industry which is directly in the industry that they want to be a part of but in a totally different way it's the same thing with making money being a social media influencer it's like all i see when i see people who have outfit after outfit after outfit and they're they're traveling they they they're at this hotel this week they're out to dinner you know this night at this place all i think of is money and i don't think of who's making it but all i can think of is money because to grow your social media fan base within a couple of months to 200,000 followers you either paid for those you know to for marketing to to gain those followers and or you either you invested money to show a certain company what you can do which would mean you already have the followers and now they are paying you or you're getting a percentage but the initial investment of the money to buy the that clothing had to be there so like i said it comes down it comes right back full circle to the money you have to have the money invested and to gain that many followers i've seen somebody's social media recently just skyrocket and i know part of it is because they started modeling for a certain brand now i have no idea if they went to them and right away they were modeling for them or if they were already buying those clothes look fabulous in them and said hey look at me i am already buying your stuff i look great in them i'm producing good pictures and i have you know 80,000 90,000 100,000 and then by starting a partnership with that company because of the cross promotion that comes that company is a huge company and they're constantly posting her pictures and sharing her pictures and she's tagging them and the, and but she's modeling in so many other brands as well 
And I think that because of all of them combined, boom, that is how her social media numbers, her following skyrocketed so quickly. But I have a doubt that it was just because of that. But that's still so much work within itself to take the pictures, making them the investment, the initial investment on the camera, on the lighting, on a tripod, whatever, whatever. So, you know, no matter what, and it's, it takes work to put on all that makeup, to do the hair, to do everything. But when I look at someone who has the ability to do that, and I've seen it before my very eyes, I mean, this girl was not even at 100,000 when I was not even at 100,000. And now she's like 200,000, like boom, at the blink of an eye. It, to me, is pretty, she didn't just star in a play. She's not in a, in a, in a, a commercial for Revlon. She doesn't have an agent when a month ago or two months ago she didn't. She didn't just now get one, you know. She's, you know, not singing, not dancing, not a designer. So to me, it's pretty obvious that she paid for marketing, obviously. I would, I would, I would definitely say it's a safe bet to say that. And also invested the money in the tools that she needs, cutting out the middleman, doing her own styling, taking her own pictures, very simple pictures, um, but showing the products, showing the outfits, and the money that she's spending on shopping, buying these things. I seriously doubt that she is working, quote unquote, for all of these companies because you, I can see certain companies, certain brands that she's taking pictures in often. And I would say, yes, she's definitely working with them. But with everything else, I think that these are things that she owns. These are things that she wanted to buy anyway. And she was already heavily into shopping. So the initial, you know, qualification would be somebody who's already shopping a lot. Somebody, I mean, you could be one of those people who are shopping a lot and getting everything on sale, but it's all name brand stuff. Or you could be somebody who shops a lot and you love one brand in particular, and you've been a a consumer, you've been one of the people who buy from them all the time, and you already have their products, you already have their clothing in your home, and it's something that you love. I mean, you would be the best candidate to being a social media influencer for that company or brand. And getting in the door would mean you have to be buying those things. You have to be spending that money. You have to be putting out content to show them, not telling them what you would love to do. You have to be showing companies what you're doing, what you're already doing with companies, with other companies. They don't know whether you're under contract with them or not. Neither do do your fans. And you have to be interacting with your fans to gain followers organically on your own to grow them. You have to be posting content to keep the followers that you've gained on your own. You have to be posting content to show companies what you're involved in and that you're actively involved. You have to be posting content. And then, of course, there's marketing that you can pay And it will grow your social media fan base. So it all comes down to the money. And it all comes down to time. And my best advice is do as much research. Gain as much education and knowledge. And be prepared to invest that money initially. 
before you'll ever make any of it back. So I'll see everybody on social media. This has been Pen of Talk, and we're almost at 60 minutes here. So we are done. This is Pen of Talk with host Diana Prince. Have a great week, you guys. Ciao.